What's up? What's up? This is More Than a Vibe Podcast. It's your girl, Sharika. And this is your girl, Tiffany, a.k.a. Miss Wells. What up, what up? It's Marty Mar. It's your boy, Chris. All right. So, earlier today, me and um, Sharika was having a conversation, and we were just basically talking about how we were shocked that we have, you know, men in our life that um, have pretty much came in our life and made our our family a blended family. Mm. Um, with that, I have three kids. So I have two daughters and one son. And me and Chris met about six years ago. Honestly, didn't think that he would even be interested in me like that, especially with the fact that, you know, I'm a little bit older than him. And um, I'm a little bit older than him. A and- little. Oh, <laughs> about 13 years but (laughs) i'm older than him and he um he was just you know coming out of um actually he had just moved um from indianapolis to oklahoma um to start a different path in his career and i mean we were just on two different wavelengths so really didn't think that he would even want to be involved with me like that um and that's how our blended family you know pretty much started yeah, so me, I had, when I met Marcus, I had actually just moved back to Oklahoma. Um, and I had pretty much just had, not just got back on my feet, but I was pretty much doing my own thing, had my own everything. And Marcus just pretty much came into the picture. And when I seen him, I just knew that this was going to be my husband someday. But when he came in, it was just like, I was a single mom and I was doing everything by myself, raising my son by myself, providing for him by myself, hoping that the end result would be me having a young, responsible black man. Um, And then I feel like Marcus just came in and made it a little bit easier for me because I honestly don't care what anybody say. I don't think a woman can actually raise a, a black man to be a responsible black man by herself. Absolutely. I do agree with that. Um, And so... But it wasn't an easy journey. It was definitely hard because for a long time, it was just me and my son. We didn't have a man to be like, triggered. he need his ass whooped. Or you need to be making him go to bed. Or you need to take the game away from him. Or he needs to be respecting his mom. We didn't have that. All we ever had was just me and Corey Hine. So it was hard to like make it to where Marcus was able to be like, basically have like a structured home like me and Coriana was just like it was just us we didn't have nothing to just be like why is he not being a kid you know it was just me and him and we just had a routine and that's just what it was on a day to day and I think it was harder for me because Chris actually came into a point where my kids were older Mm -hmm. so it was just like you know basically I had a daughter that was graduating high school um and then i had a younger daughter that was actually going into high school and then my son was going into um he was going into um he was going into middle school at that time so actually he was a little bit younger than that yeah he was a little bit younger than that so you know with that being said it was like how was my kids going to be able to adapt to chris how were how were they going to be able to you know handle being around chris or even you know how are they going to feel with chris being able like even living with us like and what then on top of that he young too be? so like mm-hmm. do i want this man telling me what to do because your kids is older so it could be like 
he almost my age. Like, how can he be telling me what to do? So I can see it being much, much harder. So for the guys, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, coming into a blended family, like how did, I mean, how was that for you guys? How were, how was the experience for you guys? Well, for me, I'm going to say, uh, definitely a challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, no, I, I, um, just talking to my mom about it. Um, you know, I told her, you know, who I was like, what, what a little bit about Tiffany. She was just like, well, how you feel about it? I'm like, I'm cool. I'm going to be myself. And be, me being myself was, I'm a laid back guy anyway. Like, so I don't bother them. As long as they don't bother me, I don't bother them. Like, so for me, it was just be myself and, and, um, not try to go in and be somebody's quote-unquote dad yeah like i can be a i always look at it as i can be a father figure mm-hmm. i don't have to be your daddy actually i don't want to be your daddy because if i was your daddy i would be <laughs> your wife yeah so and that's my whole mindset like because even to this day like we i sit and talk about it in front of them and they like you know them kids know that i would be a good father mm-hmm. because how i took them in you know i treat them like they my own kids but like it's never been a thing where I'm trying to force myself upon them. Yeah, they accepted me. It wasn't like, oh, well, I need to be like your daddy. No, mm-hmm. no, it's never that. And if you go in a relationship doing that, and as my mama said, if you go into the relationship thinking that you got you gotta be their daddy, then they're not gonna accept you. Yeah, I agree, especially at that, the age that they were. Yeah, definitely at that age, like with them being. They know who their daddy is. Yeah. Maybe if they're not in their life, but they still know who their daddy is. Mm-hmm. Just don't try to be like, oh, well, you need to go in here and, and, and clean your clean your room because I said so. No, it's what your mama said. That's why you need to do it. Mm-hmm. You need to respect your mama. You need to do what she said because that's all you got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I left the day, that's you, all you got. That's all you got is your mama. Mm-hmm. And the only thing they can do is respect her. Yeah. So, and, and that's just how I look at it. I mean, when you, just for me, transition into that of course i was young i was what 21 yeah when i when Early i met yeah i was 20 21 so it, it was definitely a lot for me it's just i just had to go on into it with a with a clear mind mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying yeah uh for me i guess I don't know, i'm always like a conscious thinker so for me going into that situation i'm a conscious thinker but i wasn't really thinking I guess about being with a woman with a child, I guess, you know, and I I had the same conversation with my mother and grandmother and aunties and and sisters who love me so much and other people uh, about the situation. They just kept asking me, are you sure this is what you want to get yourself into? And I'm like, I'm just feeling her, you know, know, baby got back. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you know, I, you know, but you don't think about if you you love this woman, you gotta love the child as well because it's a it's a full package and you can't love one without the other. So I guess going into that, I, I you know my my father was my sister's stepdad, so I always went into the situation like like Chris was saying, I don't want to overstep my boundaries. You know, I don't want to try to go in there and be something that 
I grew up seeing that I didn't like. You know, I just wanted to, uh, like you said, just be uh, a role model at the same time because I, I wasn't trying to go in and be Corian's father at all. It wasn't like I was just trying to go in. I mean, Sharika, I, I didn't even curse around her son. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you were so conscious. Like, when I yeah. met you, you were saying how when you have kids, you're not going to whoop them. He was telling me, like, don't talk to him like that. Don't curse in front of him. Don't even put your arms around me in front of him. Because he was so, I guess, based off your experience that you had, like, you were yeah. so conscious. Like, I don't want to go in and be his dad. Or I don't want to go in and be like, you need to be doing this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you were so conscious already. Like, I, I don't want to go in. I don't want to curse. I don't want him to see him. I don't want to I don't want him to see me intimate with you. Yeah. Um, and it was almost irritating to me. Yeah. I guess I was just, it's just for me, it's just, that's a sticky situation, man. And to see somebody, I mean, of course you didn't have a lot of men just in and out your life, but you know, it's hard for a, a child at his age, cause he wasn't a teenager, you know? So at his age, you know, he's still, you know, bringing in everything. What was he? Three? Four. Four. So he's still picking up certain things, and and I just know, especially for for young black boys. And I was thinking like this then, um, when I was how old was I? Yeah, just turned twenty one too. No, we not just no. You did just turn twenty one. You didn't meet Chris right off the bat. No, I know, but Chris, me and Chris is. Only y'all know you had just turned twenty one is because OJ was like my boy about to come down. He just turned twenty one. We can go to the club. Okay. All right. Well, okay. I guess I was twenty one. Cause you're twenty seven right now, right? Right. We've been together going on six, seven years. All right. Quick math. Uh. So. Yeah. I guess I just I just went in saying like. I guess I was just conscious about like his feelings and how he feel, you know. And then I always think about it too. Like, it's a reason why I'm here as a as a stepdad or a father or as a father figure or a role model. But somebody you thought that going in? Well, I mean, I always knew, like, I'm not I'm not his father, so... And I'm pretty sure he misses him, so I don't... That's why you don't want to overstep the boundaries, because they know, it don't matter if they're 3, 4, or 16, like, you're not my father. Mm-hmm. But at what, what point did you guys say, um, this is where I need to... This is where I feel comfortable with doing any type of discipline. Because being at the fact of you guys being with two strong women, women that were single parents at one point, and they did all the discipline, mm-hmm. we did all the, providing. you know, the reprimanding, you know, different, the providing, everything like that. And with us being strong women, we, in our minds, and I know I can speak for myself and speak for you, we were saying, like, we're not going to let anybody come in and say anything to our child. Mm-hmm. So at what point were you guys like, you know what? This is where I'm feeling comfortable in our relationship together to say, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, this is where I'm going to step in. This is what I'm going to start doing. Uh, real quick before y'all get into that. I know Marcus, how one thing Marcus always said, even like going in, he was like, I cannot be with you if, you're, if your son is going to disrespect you. And I think he was just like that because he grew up with a, a single mom. And so Marcus was always like, I cannot be in a relationship with you if you going to allow your son to disrespect you because I'm not with it. So I need, to, he was like, I need to be able to tell you, like, your mommy's all you got. Yeah. Um, when I got to the point, I think, 
Oh no, it was just growing. I think it's kind of initiated by the mother too, because then you get to a point where y'all start growing. You like, did you listen to Chris, or did you go ask Chris? You know, like kind of how he felt about that, or you know, I'm okay with it, but go ask Marcus if you can go outside. You know, so I I, I don't know exactly when we got to that point, but I guess as you continue to grow and time. You know, time I kind of tell like in a relationship and then you grow more, you know, on that child, loving on them. Guess how me and Corian relationship kind of sort of got bonded and, you know, because I, 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 can't, I can't really pinpoint and say when out of the six years that I was like, hey, Corian. Well, I guess I was always firm with, hey, man, you know, make sure you listen to your mother. I mean, we'll do that to a regular like Dude, that we know well, at church guess, or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really pinpoint a time. But I guess with us, it was just over time and bonding, knowing that this the relationship is serious. But I guess what I guess the question, because um, I guess I meant to say, like, when did you start to feel comfortable? You know what I'm saying? Because I know like there's really no timeline. Yeah. On when yeah. you're, but when you gotta at what point feel comfortable? Because I know with me. And my kids, they know that they need to go ask Chris first. Right. Don't come ask me nothing. Chris has always been, you know, from the time that we moved in together. Because I, I just the, knew. The difference between me and you was you was receptive to it. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't think I was from the jump receptive to him being able to say, you ain't whoop his ass. Like, first off, it's been me and my son for all this time. You can't tell me when to discipline my son. You know what I mean? So I think like that was the difference between me and you. You wanted Chris to be like, "Looks, I need you to step up. Like my son needs you, like straight up." And I just wasn't right off the back. I wasn't with that, honestly. I wasn't. Well, I needed them to know Chris's place too. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I needed them to know Chris's place, and I needed them to know that Chris is not going anywhere. This is gonna be until death to us part type mm-hmm. deal. So. Whatever that goes on, Chris is the man of the household. He is the head of this household. So anytime when you want something, you need something, you need to do something, yes, I need you to involve me, but I also need you to involve Chris too. You need to tell Chris when, you, when you're doing this, you're doing that. If you, if you need something, you need to call and you need to ask Chris. Trayvon knows. All, all three of them know. Mm-hmm. But it's always been like that with me. Um, Like you said, I don't know the actual time, but I mean... I feel like as a man, you just kind of know, you will feel it coming on because you will, you will start seeing the kids be like, you know, hey, Chris, can I go do this? You just kind of like, I think when the first happened to me, I'm kind of shocked. Like, yeah, what you asking me for? Go ask your mama. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't ask me the question. Right. What your mama say? Like, and then they like, right. my mama told me, me to ask you. Right. Like, oh. Go ahead then. Like. I'm, I got a problem now. Right. <laughs> I, and that was just for me. I was just like, okay, you know, I, I, I accepted it. I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, for, for me, like, it, it, and the reason I always, for me, like, I, as a kid, I had a step parent. I had a couple step parents. I always had stepmothers. I've never had a stepdad or nothing like that. But uh, stepmothers, I had a bad situation with a stepmother, and I wasn't really feeling that. So me going in this with Tiffany, I was like, "Look, I'm not trying to go in and discipline the kids and do all that stuff." Still to this day, 
That's not something I do. I don't put my hands on nobody's kids unless yeah. they was mine. Mm-hmm. And right now, I don't have any biological kids of my own. So, I still have that mindset. I'm not putting my hands on nobody's kids. Mm. Until it comes to a point where you have to. Yeah. Unless... And the only point, really, I think for both of y'all is if it comes to, like, you doing you something to your, your mama. mama. Yeah, you disrespect your mama. Oh, mama, you, I ain't doing nothing. Yeah. You tell me. And he kind of, like, buck up at it. Yeah. Then... It's going to be to the point where it's going to take your mama to pull me off of you. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, you disrespect your mama to the, to the fullest. I ain't never did that to my mama. Mm-hmm. That, so you showing sure yeah. the hell ain't going to do that to your mama. Yeah. Or my wife. Yeah. Or my wife. Yeah. And that, I, I want the kid to feel like, oh, I can whoop you. I cannot wait to that day because I'm going to show you what it's like to be yeah. hit. Or, or I'm going to put you in that man's place. Mm-hmm. Because I am not that one yeah. Yeah. At, at all. And I'm not no... Straight street dude, beat a nigga up type dude, but at, I hold my own, mm-hmm. and I I'd be damned if I let a kid disrespect that mama in that type of way. I've seen it before where kids is talking crazy, bucking up to their mama. You know, want to smack their mama down. And, <laughs> nah, we ain't going for none of that, none of that. And that'd be the day I had to show him what it's like to be a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope it don't ever come to that day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess I was always just because my my sister get used to get whoopings from my father, and I just I, I didn't like him doing that, and I, I and I know that again, you know, with women and you know choosing a man and everything like that, and them stepping up, and I just ain't like this. So I, I I I'm just one of those guys where I'm like I don't need to discipline you by putting my hands on you because I'm not your father anyway, you know. Until it got to the point, it wasn't even the, like the disrespect. Yeah, most definitely, we, we got a problem. But this little nigga broke my sixty-five inch, four K high definition <laughs> curve TV. Curve, <laughs> curve TV. And that was the point where I was like, and I didn't even I, I was it wasn't like no whooping nothing like that, but. Like he did, I made him like hold like some some money jars or something like the that, and I was like, "Bro, you move, you getting hit with this belt." You know what I'm saying? And then told his mama. Then when she got home, she whooped him too because just just not listening. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I don't really feel like you know unless he was to buck up at his mother. And I remember Corian did that one time when he was like young. Corian was yeah. had to be like five years old, like. Yeah, he got so mad and he did like the jerk thing. Like, yeah, like if you say one more thing to me, I, I'm about to beat your ass. Basically. Yeah, and I, and I told, I, and I was like, bro, don't ever do that to your mama, dude. Not only does she take care of you, love you, she'll die for you, dude. Don't ever do nothing like that, man. Like, and that was, but that was the first time though because Sharika know how I am too. It's a lot that goes into being a stepdad because it's so much on those kids' minds because their father's not around. So they're thinking, why my real father not around? What did I do? Or, you know, do he not love me? Or did I do something wrong? Or, you know, what happened with him? You know, so that's why you got to, it's a delicate situation to me. That's why you got to kind of take your time and ease your in. Because now, Corbyon can talk to his real father, right? And then he can come and talk to me. And he know I'll be there for him. I'll provide for him. I'll do anything. And I'm going to treat his mother with respect. That's why... At the beginning of our situ- of our relationship, and I, I still kind of talked about that we shouldn't argue or fight in front of the kids, right? Or, or the kid, because that takes them into a mindset, and I'm not a counselor or a psychologist, but 
from just my experience, it takes him to a mindset of like, who is this dude? Right? Like talking to my mama like he crazy because you get into arguments and you might say something off the wall that you don't mean. But who is this? Who is this man? Who is this dude to be talking to my mama like that? You know, and that's why I feel like that's such a being a stepmother or a stepfather. And, and it's not taking, not saying that being a stepmama is not still as hard, but being a, fa- a stepfather to me is harder because you're a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kids need man or a man or men in their lives, you know. So, and just to kind of piggyback off of that, um, you know, because, you know, here's the thing Trayvon. Um, which is my son. Trayvon doesn't look at Trayvon. Trayvon knows that Chris is not his father. Yeah. But he doesn't look at him like a stepfather. Trayvon looks at him like a father. Right. Just from like stuff that I've heard him, you know, say he, he knows that he doesn't have that relationship with his dad, but he gets all of the attention and him and Chris go and play basketball and go do haircuts. That's stuff that, you know, that his dad should be doing with him, but you know, Chris is doing it with him. Yeah. And um, you know, Trayvon's like, shoot, if I ever make it big, like you and Chris, y'all gonna always be set. Yeah. Because, you know, y'all you know, Chris took care of me. But you know, you know, to the to the girls, um, you know, the one thing that I knew that you know Chris was right for me when you know Brian you know Jasmine kind of made the speech and she was like um she basically was like uh you know I really appreciate Chris being that role model for my my brother you know what yeah. I'm saying Chris is not you know Chris is not my dad but you know I really appreciate what type of person he is for my my brother and honestly too yeah. like I know Brian like this is my niece she a hard body, like she ain't gonna show too much, but regardless of what, she know you're not her father, but you can tell she appreciates you, like she know you treat her like a princess. So like, you know what I'm saying? Like she know you, she your princess. Like whether you said or whether she said, she know you a princess, she know she gonna come to Chris and Chris gonna pretty much get his princess what she need, you know? Yeah. So I got another question. <clears throat> so did y'all feel like Going into it like we were struggling and y'all needed to help like provide for them or did y'all just feel like I'm, I'm going to have to provide either way if I'm going to be with this girl? I, I would never take it as y'all struggling. I'm polite this. Just the the lifestyle just going into I play, for me. I, I would never want to be with a woman that can't hold her own. Mm-hmm. I, I told myself that you know, as a kid, and that's just because just seeing my mother go through the stuff that she went through, she held her own no matter what. It, we didn't have the best, but she held her own. I had a stepmother that uh, my stepmother Shana, she she held her own. Like before she got with my dad, she always said she has a high paying job. She taught me like how to you know deal with finances and all that stuff she was a strong woman figure in my life she wasn't my mother she always knew she was my mama mm-hmm. i never had to tell you her you ain't my mama but she took care of me like i was her her only son like and mm-hmm. you know i had my little sister which is her daughter and uh like she never treated me different of course she got more attention because she's a baby mm-hmm. I she a girl yeah she a girl i never needed that attention 
She just knew, hey, Chris, you need to clean up your room. Hey, Chris, you need to go in there and do your dishes. She didn't tell you, hey, Chris, get your, you know, get your ass in there and clean them. She never disrespected me like that. Mm-hmm. She I, And she didn't have to because I wasn't that type of kid. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, you know, you should know. You should not want a woman that can't, you know, that's need you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want a woman that, that can fend for herself yeah. and, and do it herself. I just come in. I just, just play that father you know yeah. that father figure that they need. That's how I came into it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't want to come in and just be their dad. Like, yeah. I didn't need yeah. to do that. I don't want to do that because why? That's more problems. That's gonna cause for me. Mm. You know, now I gotta come in. I gotta be the disciplinary person, and I gotta do all that. And they're gonna be looking at me like, you didn't even warm up to me, mm-hmm. right? You know, how can I come in? How can you come into my life and you didn't even warm up to me? I don't even like you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like what kind of stuff yeah. is that? You come in now, you want to beat on me and all that stuff? No, yeah. no. Yeah, I, I think uh, I don't think yes and no. I, I don't. I think you were struggling to help. You know, a young black boy be the best man he can be, but at the end of the day, I feel like you just needed help. You know, and going into it, my mindset at first was just being with you. But then my mindset changed. Just like now, how my mindset is. And that's just maturing. Because my mindset now is, and you know how I am, and y'all know how I am. I refuse to be in a young, anybody life. I don't want to make it like, like a, about a black thing. But our culture needed, and our young black boys needed. So I refuse to be in a young black boy's life and me not try to give them as much help or influence them as much as I can. That's like my godson now, Jaden. He's a uh, how old is Jaden? Five. Five. Jaden five. Yes. Man. And Corian now that's you know twelve years old. What the? F- is Corian eleven? He ain't eleven yet. Is he ten? Yeah, he's about to be yeah. eleven. Well, my memory is shot, but so <laughs> so. But my 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 thing is, I refuse to be in their life and not try to give them as much as possible because this is the thing right here one you already got a downside to the situation their father's not here their father's not around right which i, I want to touch on that too because I, i'll touch on that in a minute but you, you already got their father's not around they think about that type of stuff right so now it's kind of like they go to school and then they see their father picking them up or i mean they see their friend's father picking them up or you go into the basketball court. Um, they see their friends going to the basketball court. Or just as simple as, damn, my friend's dad is going with us on a trip. Like, that that makes a difference in their lives. So, my biggest thing just going into the relationship, or kind of being in a relationship as well, is just, man, what can I do? Because I'm always, like, conscious about, like, our black men culture and everything like that. So, my biggest thing was how to help you. To help your son be the best man that he can be, you know, pretty much. So, yeah. Um. So, do y'all think? <clears throat> excuse me. Do y'all think the kids? Um. Do y'all think they was accepted of y'all like coming in, or do y'all feel like they was hesitant? Uh, for me, Tiffany, I, <laughs> I think. Uh, the kids was hesitant at first because I don't think they knew what to expect. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't know what type of person I was. Uh, they, of course, they was like like when I first came over to Tiffany's house, 
We had nachos. We had nachos mm. that day, and they looking at me. They like, I'm, we gonna, cause it, it seemed like Tiffany had a conversation with them before I came. <laughs> she gave me a prep talk. Yeah, that prep talk. <laughs> like, all right, he about to come over. Y'all need to be on y'all best behavior. So yeah. So I guess you know, I think I hadn't met Jasmine yet, right? No, you did. She was there. She was there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was one of them I didn't see that when I first met y'all. Um, I know Bree and Trayvon was. I think Jasmine, maybe she was at a basketball game because yeah. me and you had came over to paint. No, no, the first time I came over your house was nachos. I yeah, but you had apartment. came over. To- yeah, I met you at, at City Gear. Right. Right. I don't think Jasmine. But was I there. lived in the apartment. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. I lived in the apartment, and then I had just moved yeah. to that greenhouse. So I hadn't met Jasmine yet, which is the oldest. But it seemed like when I walked in, like. She was like, all right, he's about to come over. Y'all need to be on your best hair. You know, somebody getting the whoop. I'm fuck night. y'all up. Right. Yeah, if y'all like, have it together. Yeah, 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 y'all about to get it if y'all ain't on point. So I did, when I came in, it was just like, you know, after they seen what type of person I was, they was good. They was like, okay, that's cool. We going to see how far this dude make it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they was, just, you know, they you know got their food. You know, of course, went to their rooms and they was good. They probably went upstairs, went to each other's room like, yeah, like, he cool, you about know, it, like, like yeah, he cool. He cool. I think the first person who warmed up to me was Bree. Was really? Yeah, I, I think that was the first it. one. That was the first one who. And Brianna is actually the person to not like a person first. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, I don't like him, and I'd be like, Well, he got to go. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I've always. Been, I don't care who it is. Like after my first divorce, like if I was gonna date you. And you got around to meet my kids, and my kids didn't like you. I wasn't gonna talk to you no more. Yeah, it's just it made no sense for mm. me to do that because you're wasting my time at this point. And I'm not gonna be. I I would never have my kids like in an uncomfortable position. That's why a lot of times, you know, um, I didn't do too much dating because like a lot of people didn't know because like either my sister would have them or like a family friend would have them because I was always working all the time. And you know, my, the way my job was, was with Verizon, we would work from nine o'clock in the morning to nine o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? So like they would always be gone with, you know, family and stuff like that. But you know, I just, um, I didn't really let nobody meet them anyways. Cause they just didn't like people like that. They didn't want nobody talking to their mama. That's yeah. normal. Did you think uh, Marcus and Corian was hesitant towards you? Like as far as accepting you um, around his mama? No, I think Corian I think Corian just just came around. No, you remember when Corian was like, Marcus, if you hurt my mama, I'm gonna kick you on your nuts and make your jaw swell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boys watching so many movies. But what's so funny though is <laughs> that he was four years old and he was able to understand, like, if you hurt my mama, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Corian had never ever been around another man other than his dad. Yeah. But it was still crazy how he was that young and still able to be like, you're not about to hurt my mama. Yeah. Yeah. But kids know, man. They yeah. know. They know. They they know when their fathers ain't around. They know when somebody new coming in your life. It, they kind of. It seems like they kind of know before you know. Yeah. They know too. Like they can feel if you hurting their mama. They can feel if your mama feeling some kind of way because mm-hmm. of you. Um, I know a lot. Like when me and Marcus was going through our stuff too, Corey, I felt the way for sure. Yeah, that's why I keep saying. That's why. That's why I always say. I keep saying that when you a step parent. 
you got to kind of watch what you do and what you say because, you know, that kid is receptive to that, you know, and it will make them feel some type of way. And it definitely does. And that was, you know, leading to that because, like, you know, with me saying earlier, you know, with Brianna, I mean, with Trayvon, automatically felt like Chris was like, you know, Chris is like his dad type thing. And, Bri- you know, Jasmine's like, you know, me and me and Chris, we got this tight bond relationship, yeah. even though I don't live there. But the person that is really like, you know, really close to Chris is Brianna. And, you know, he's, you know, she's heard us argue several times. And I have to tell Chris, like, you know, hey, I know you're upset, but, you know, kind of watch some of the stuff you say because she listens to that type of stuff. And there's yeah. one time where he was like, yeah, I'm just going to leave and stuff. And, it really hurt her. She was like crying, like, you're just going to leave us anyway, you know? And then he started crying. And that's why I was like, see, this is why, you know, we shouldn't be having, you know what I'm saying? We shouldn't be having these type of arguments to where these kids can hear it because that affects them most. Like that's what Brianna, Brianna is used to not being around her dad, her dad just, you know, walking away and not sticking around. And then you actually got somebody in your life that's sticking around that wants to, you know, but then you say, oh, I'm mad. I'm leaving. And she's like, well, you said you was going to leave us. Don't ever say you're going to leave us. And that pretty much hurt her because, you know, you he Chris too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I put the, the and that makes sense because their father's not already here. So they're like one man already left me. And then you come into the situation and then you, you, you build this bond and then you, 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 you get into it. And then you're like, then you just, you, you, you repeating the cycle, you know, and which. I think one of the biggest things about too, and Shri can know how passionate I am about this, is why the father's not there. That's the thing. It, it, it takes good men like you know Chris and I to come in, you know. But at the same time, that's you know God wants us to do what we're doing. But let's talk about these suckers because exactly <laughs> they're suckers. But uh, it pisses me off. For a man not to take care of his responsibility. That child didn't ask to be here. I don't care if you hate your baby mama guts. I don't give a damn about that. That child has nothing to do with it. You're ruining that child's life already. But you know what? You know how like men always say like. A woman don't want to see her ex with another person. It'd be the same way for men. Like. I, I never heard Coriana dad say this, but I'm almost sure the reason why he wasn't in contact with Coriana is because I was in love with another man. And that's so weak to me. That's not you, 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 to me, like you're, you're on the list of the worst people in the world. And I say that because, yeah, because they don't, you don't understand how that affects a child, man. Like not being there for your daughter or your son, throwing a catch, taking them to the park, going to the movies. Playing basketball, going on a field trip. Like, Corian was happy because I went on a field trip with him. Like, damn, not even calling your kid and talking to them? I think for me, like, um, they, you know, for my my kids' dads, I feel like it was more of a a co-parenting issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm raising the kids to be, you know, a certain way and you're wanting them to go over there and you're wanting them to do different things. It's like you, we weren't on the same page when it came to how I was trying to raise the kids. Like, yeah. you know, Brianna's dad was letting her walk to, you know, 7-Eleven in Oklahoma and 
watch three or four other little siblings that's younger than her okay well brianna's not old enough to be watching after these kids if one of them got hit guess who's the one gonna be my daughter because she's the oldest right it's like being on one accord on that and then you know you you want to be the person to tell you know tell that you know tell tell me what the child is what you're gonna have the child doing but you don't want to support you don't want to give no type of you know you don't want to buy no shoes you don't want to do this you want to say the things that you want to do but you're not doing it so you know here's my thing you know i've always told all three of their dads like hey once they get to a certain age y'all relationship is y'all relationship even before then, I would allow them to be a part of the relationship. But what mm-hmm. you're not going to do mm-hmm. is come in mm-hmm. and corrupt yeah. what I'm already doing. Because yeah. that's when it becomes like an issue because it's like you're not consistent enough right. in their life right. to be like, oh, okay, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is what me and you are doing as far yeah. as a co-parenting situation is going on. Mm-hmm you're not consistent in their life like that you're not you're not you're not contributing you're not you're not showing up to you know baseball games and football games and you know Mm -hmm. and stuff that they want to you're not consistent like that Mm -hmm. when you're consistent like that then you can come in and say you know let's let's get this co-parenting down but we're not there yet right but then you want to you want to call me names and all this other stuff well look we ain't together i don't got to deal with you yeah, I ain't gotta talk to you, deal with you, cut with you, none of that. Right, <laughs> you can go. <laughs> I don't want to skate, skate with, with you. you. <laughs> that's a, that's where I was going. I, I don't want to skate with it, kick it with you, nothing. Yeah, you can go on about your business because I don't have to deal with that. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know. Anytime when I got it, you know, when I got into the relationship with Chris, I was like. <laughs> You ain't got to worry about that and because see, I'm just not going to deal with it. But that's what pisses me off because a man would take that and be like, all right, bet. You don't want to have a relationship with me? You don't want to talk to me? I'm done with the kids. Nigga. And they what? don't even say that, though. They won't say that. Yeah, but they won't be the say real that, reason but, why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the weakest thing I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> I swear to God. And he said this and I heard it with my own two ears. Mm-hmm. She was like, Tiffany asked him, he... Well, his, I think it was his birthday coming up or something. She said, you know, Trayvon's about to turn whatever age he's about to turn. She, he was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know his birthday. Wow. I said, I've been knowing this kid for like a year and I know his birthday. Yeah. I at least know what month is in. Right. Mm-hmm. I might know the exact date, but I know what month it's in. And you know yeah. around the time. Yeah. So, like... How you don't know you you was with this woman for ten years and you don't know your son's birthday? Yeah. Do you know how hard it was when Tiffany told Trayvon that your dad don't even know your birthday? Do you know what that do to him? Like that is the weakest thing I've ever heard in my and life. And to this day, like he tries to like get in touch with me through Facebook and stuff like that. Like it's weird because like his brothers and stuff like that want to have a relationship, but Trayvon doesn't want to have anything to do with like none of that. And see, none this, of it. And this is and this is a cause and effect because this is what pisses me off within the black community. Yeah, they breaking in the houses and they doing this and that. Oh yeah, and they stealing cars. You know why? 
because of people like him that don't know their son's birthday. So now he takes that and now he runs with it. And now he's out there, he's stealing cars, he's breaking in people's houses. Guess what? Because he don't have no father. And he's saying, like, my dad don't give a shit about me. Don't nobody love me. My father don't love me. I, I'm just out here. Now I'm going to turn to the gangs. Because now the chief, he he's going to be my father. And he going to know and, my birthday. And, and the soldiers, that's going to... That, right. He going to know my birthday. Then the soldiers going to be my brothers. And this is where it started. Like, mm-hmm. people, oh, how do we do this? And, well, we need to do this. And we need... No. We need male role models. We need fathers in the house. Mm-hmm. When they're growing up. That's what we need right there. That is the main... One of the main reasons right there. And that's why it pisses me off every time, man. Like to hear a father not being mm-hmm. in you, you ain't even my partner. If you don't take care of your kids, I, I definitely don't want nothing to do with you. You can't talk to me. If OJ right now said, "Man, I was leaving and I ain't taking care of Trinity no more," bro, I would what? You can't kick it with him, bro. Skate with what, him. <laughs> bro? And you ain't no man, and you're not no man, bro. Because men take care of their responsibility, and it don't matter how much it hurts to see. Your baby mama with another guy, whatever the case may be, whatever y'all had, that that you lost your opportunity, brother. You know what? A lot of the things that I, I don't like, man, is when I see like a a dad. They just they make excuses. Yeah, you making all these excuses. Oh, well, she don't want to let me see the kid uh, uh, because I ain't paying child support. Some women are like that. I ain't gonna lie. Some some women are yeah. like that. And that. That's a woman's. You know, that's on the women. And shame on them. Mm-hmm. But, like, you shouldn't make excuses. Like, money is not everything. Actually, money is nothing to a kid. You're absolutely right. right. Because, you know what, I, with, with Corian's dad, I straight up from the jump, from the time my son was in my womb, I said, I never ever put you on child support because I don't need help f- providing for my son. I know I'm going to be able to provide for my son no matter what the situation is. I need you to help me teach my son to be a man. And that even if that meant you can't buy a pair of shoes or you can't buy a diaper, but you can teach him how to aim his, his piss in the toilet, or you can teach him how to tie his shoe. You know what I'm saying? You can teach him how to drive. You can teach him who he should and should not be around, which is way more valuable to me than buying a pair of shoes. Right. You know? So But that's the thing, like, for me, like, even with Trayvon's dad, like, Trayvon's dad didn't teach him how to do that. Like, me and the girls was teaching him, like, hey, you got a point here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's to me, that's just like, wow. You know, yeah. that's a 10-year waste. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you you couldn't even you you couldn't even step up to be a father. And then you want to sit up here and call me the B-word? And you know, that's another thing. Out. Like Trayvon was like, no, you're not gonna be disrespecting my mama like that. That's my mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that's he knows my mama. first is my mama. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna disrespect my mama like that. that. That's why I respect like like I, uh, my best friend. I've been knowing since a kid, man. He ain't got much, but I one thing I do know that man take care of his kids. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. he ain't rich. He ain't got no whole bunch of money. Yeah. But at the end of the day, whatever money he get, he see them kids. Mm-hmm. If he gotta walk to them, take a bus, whatever he gotta do. Hey, mama, I need a bum a ride to go get up my kids. He doing it. Mm-hmm. Go get his kids anywhere. That's real. His kids live on the other side of town. He going to get them. Y'all That's real. Know. And them kids is going to love him forever. I'm telling them kids yeah. going to be. They might be bad, but they bad on his watch. But and they know yeah. they know they daddy. Like yeah. they know their dad. Yeah. 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 Um, 
So I guess uh, for y'all now, do y'all feel like that y'all are steering them in the right directions now? I feel like uh, definitely. I feel like definitely we we're steering them in the right direction. Um, I know I speak for both of us, but as far as myself now getting to the point where I am in my life and as mature as I am in my life, uh, I definitely feel that. I'm obligated. It's my job to make sure uh, Corian is getting that uh, father figure in his life uh, and, and making sure that he becomes the best man that he can be, uh, without a doubt. And that's the same thing for my godson and any other young, you know, boy that's in my life. It's my obligation. Why? Oh, you ain't danger, your kid danger. It is. You know what I'm saying? It is. It's, it's my obligation because I'm a black man and I know what it is to be a black man in America. So I refuse to let them grow up, you know, and, you know, be a menace to society. That's no, I'm, I'm not going to let it happen. It's not going to happen on my watch, you know, and as long as God keep giving me the power, the strength and, and the mind to uh, help you take care of Corbyn and, and to be there for um, my godson. I'm going to continue to do it, yeah. point blank. And I'm going to make sure they're uh, going in the right direction. And then it take, it take a community as well, you know, just like, you know, Chris taking care of, of Trey. You know, Chris being in Korean life, me being in Trey life, you know what I'm saying? It takes everybody, it takes all the men to help, you know, to create a next man. Because we all know it could be the next president. Yeah. That could be the next governor. Could be the next uh, billionaire. You know, it, and from it, coming from Trayvon and Corian, the next NBA player, the, the next athletes, right? The next LeBron James, right? Because it's a cause and effect. Because what we're doing now, taking care of these young boys and, and, and teaching them, and and, and me and Cor and, and me and Chris, and this is the thing: we're in our twenties, mm -hmm. doing this with this mindset. So they they're they're watching us and seeing us now. How we not only we treat a woman, but how we take care of them. And now they're going to become great products of the community and then reach back to their sons and do the same thing. Right, yeah. That's how it's supposed to be done. Too, like, it's a trickle effect because a lot of the times with these black communities, these men are having kids with women and they didn't have nobody to show them how to be a dad. And that's, and but that's I true think too. In my mind, if I was a dude, and I can't say this because I'm not a dude, but in my mind, I feel like that should be more of an inspiration for me to be like, I need to make sure I'm a part of my kid's life because yeah. I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, steering Trayvon in the right direction. Yeah. Steering Trayvon in the right direction. Um, and, and I think you definitely got to do that. Like for me, um, it's very important because like if he ain't got no guy, I don't think he'll ever make it anywhere if he, didn't have the guidance. And, mm -hmm. and that's not saying... I mean, some people can take that not having nothing and turn, it turn it into something. But some some people, you know, we need to touch as many as we can. Mm -hmm. Like Marcus yeah. was saying, you know, you know, it takes a community to raise a kid. Mm -hmm. But I, I just think, you know, some kids don't have the confidence to do that. Yeah, that's true. So, I, I just definitely think, we, you know, 
I'm gonna try my best to do that. You know, make sure he's doing the right things by his, you know, by his mama, by by himself, by you know, for himself. Mm-hmm. You know, just get him to the next level. That's, Most definitely. Yeah. Um, and then real quick, I know I can speak for myself and Tiffany. We just want to let y'all know we really appreciate y'all what y'all doing. I know for a fact that. It's been some hard times. Like, right now, I can't deal with the girlfriend conversation. I'm not ready. I don't want to talk about sex. I can't deal with that right now. So, I know for a fact, me speaking for me and Tiffany, we just appreciate y'all because it takes a real <laughs> man to actually step up and raise some kids that's not y'all's. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm going to piggyback off on that because at the end of the day, um, like I said, me and Chris, is, and Chris is 13 years apart. So, to have somebody... Um, you know, as young as him come in and really step up and take the father role and be a part of, you know, not only three kids, but three teenagers life. I mean, I, you know, my hat, you know, I, I count my blessings every day. I mean, I know we tough, we, we get into it and stuff like that. But the one thing that I know too, for sure that he's not going to Leave me and the kids. So. Yeah. Let's give it up for all the real men, all, all the yeah. stepfathers out there, all the father figures taking care of these kids, man. Chris, close us out, man, with a quote of the day. I um, I think the reason why I am who I am today is because I went through those tough times when I was younger. Uh, LeBron James. Come okay. on now. It would be LeBron James, right? <laughs> um, and I just want to close us out with, man, y'all already know, um, you can follow us on More Than A Vibe on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook um, at More Than A Vibe. Uh, go listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And then you can also go visit us on morethanavibe.libsyn.com. Uh, click and subscribe. We really appreciate y'all. More than a vibe, man. We out. We out. We out. out. I love it.